From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, before we continue on with our number two and get into our lunch hour, I want to make sure that uh, we all acknowledge the, uh, the passing of Hank Goldberg, the Miami sports talk radio legend, the ESPN personality, a trailblazer in a lot of ways. Uh, and uh, he was talking outright about odds and sports betting before anybody else did so on American television. That was him. I think that's his national legacy. But I think you can make the argument that sports talk radio in South Florida, whether it is QAM, whether it's 790, whether it's ESPN 106.3, none of it exists if not for Hank Goldberg and the base he set. So, uh, again, Hammer and Hank passing away yesterday at his home in Las Vegas, but an absolute, in every sense of the word, legend, and I'd be remiss if we did not acknowledge him and his passing and just how massive a, a presence he was in sports talk radio. But uh, we're thinking about the, uh, the family and friends of Hank Goldberg and a number of uh, tributes on Twitter yesterday from those who worked directly with him, were impacted with him in the Miami radio market. Uh, so, uh, again, Hank Goldberg passing away yesterday on his birthday at his home in Las Vegas. Ken Levick alive here on a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3. And because every successful radio show needs an hour with a name, it is the lunch hour. And the fancy sound effect that accompanies it is a grown woman eating a sloppy joe with her mouth open. And I think that also, as we welcome back Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, she sounds especially juicy today, by the way. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. <laughs> sloppy joes are on, I think, a traditional 4th of July menu <laughs> at times, No. Uh, I would say no. No. If you had no? to ask me. I mean, maybe no. for families in Missouri or, or what is that in, supposed in to Kansas. Mean? What just, is he doing right there? Are you? Okay. Don't even make me bring up your Kwame Brown fan up here again because I will. <laughs> Do we have to add another apology to the list of apologies today? I, I think we might have I to. think we should right. because he All pointed right. out Missouri and Kansas, which like, are just chilling It was chilling very specific. Yeah. yeah. Well, I spent some time. In uh, Southern Illinois, close mm. to the state of Missouri, not too far, and I feel like if I if I yeah, you put the gun to my head, I would tell you that yeah, they eat sloppy joes more wow. often than not. It just seemed like a little bit of like a I don't know redneck joke, right? <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. I don't know because I'm not sure where like where that in, that population is. And but. teammate home team Tina's from Loxahatchee, and I would also presume that uh, they are avid sloppy joes. There, there we go. We know the base. It I I knew it sounded like an insult, <laughs> and it was. And so uh, we are a Apologizing to Kwame Brown, the Olds, <laughs> and the people of Kansas and Missouri. Oh, yeah, I'm Bill Russell and his family yes, uh, yes. as well. Let me, Bill Russell and his family. Okay, but I was thinking about it yesterday, too. It, it, the And I apologize as well to the Jewish people. Hold on, Jewish people. Because I'm going to bring up Christmas. Um, uh, <laughs> but Christmas, and, and I'm just bringing up that this is a holiday with it, 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 out of experience with its with its menus because I just I don't know about uh, about Hanukkah. I don't I don't know how that works. So, um, but Christmas, yeah. What do I, they eat? I see. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, uh, let us know. Are you Jewish? What do you eat during Hanukkah? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. I'm thinking. So Blake says potato pancakes. Intern Blake says potato pancakes. Lackeys. Yeah, yeah, Lockies. Yes, uh, Lockies. It's a great call. Yes, it is. Um, okay. Okay. 
every night? Every night? Eh. He doesn't know. He's not sure about every night or not, but he does know it's a regular on the Hanukkah holiday. Got so. it. Blake, one of our interns, so if you have any complaints, uh, make sure to uh, to target him. He's giving uh, away the secrets. <laughs> we didn't know about that. Um, but Christmas is ham, correct, in in our respective households for the most part? Yeah. No, no doubt. Yeah, that's okay. number one. And then obviously Thanksgiving, we know what's going on there, Turkey. And I think those are the big three holidays, Fourth of July, Christmas, and Thanksgiving. Like Easter, maybe for some. But it doesn't necessarily have like a cuisine well, you eat eggs that corresponds on, to it. Well, you don't eat the eggs. I guess you find you the eggs. You decorate the eggs. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess huh. that's ham too. That will like, be a ham again. Yeah. Uh, but, but, yeah, so I think you pick one. And there's a big three holidays with your with, – and, and then 4th of July is hot dogs. Hot dogs are the most underwhelming, like by far, of the big three holidays when it comes to, comes to food and the main staple of food, right? Whew, that's tough. That's I, a tough question. Turkey would, versus ham versus that. hot dog. I, honestly, man, turkey, it all depends. Like, some people, you have to know how to do turkey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like eating any old people's turkey. I can't just go anywhere and whoa, eat whoa, turkey. Whoa, whoa, He didn't mean old people oh, like that. No, no, he means no, no, like, not the olds. Okay. No, I love the olds. We already established that. They make good month. turkey. Yeah. I'm just saying any any person, I just can't go out and just eat any turkey versus, like, for the most part, hot dogs and ham, you know, it's pretty much you get what you get. But I think about the last time a, a cookout, okay? I'm going to use the word cookout, Theo, okay? Okay. You've, you've gone to a Why'd cookout. Why'd you say that? Uh, because, like— I'm going to use the word he was cookout. Getting, he was getting your grace. Yeah, oh, okay. like, yeah, I, okay. I was like a... trying—yeah, uh, I just wanted your <laughs> approval on this because I know you don't go to barbecues. Yes, yes, bar- right. it's cookouts. You're right. Yeah, okay. So have you ever gone to a cookout, you look at the grill— you see hot dogs on the grill, and you say to yourself, "Oh bleep yeah, this is gonna rule." Like, um, I has have there? Done when's that. the last time you've gotten excited over seeing hot dogs on the grill? Of course you have, Stone. I would of say less than you- less than forty eight hours ago, I saw hot dogs <laughs> on the grill and said, "Oh bleep yeah, it's hot dog. It's glizzy season," and, and you load it up. <laughs> like uh, it, no, in uh, the trend man. going right now that I'm very it's I'm very happy to repost. It, it's, it's really now it's deemed gagger season, and I wow. think yeah, and I and I fully support gagger season. <laughs> oh and, my god. I, I was very excited. I what think, has happened to this show? I think man. from Friday to what? yesterday, I had maybe twenty to twenty-five. Hot, and if you think I'm kidding, I got 25? people to ask. I just like on the first cookout, you can go through six if they're not that big of Franks, and you can keep <laughs> and, it, and it just goes on. I have left gorging glizzies, man. Oh man, yeah, I, he's I gleeful love, for the glizzies. I lo- <laughs> <laughs> you should see the way his face is lighting up right uh, now. Man. Yeah, I, I love them, and I, I gung ho for glizzies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he could keep going all day. But I, I do feel disrespected when we when we crap on uh, hot dogs. I, I think they're I think, a staple in the American society, and we saw that yesterday with Joey Chestnut on ESPN. But doesn't that tell you something <laughs> about the hot dog that someone can easily down, like a, a, a human being can down uh, 60 of them? Like, do you think that's happening with burgers? you think that's happening with steaks? you think that's happening with ribs? No way. Like, to me, just because it's a staple doesn't mean it's not boring as hell. Hot dogs are boring. Like, you look at a turkey. It's big. Right, big girthy bird. Okay, okay? You, you 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 have it in the oven. It looks it looks brown and spectacular. Why is right? the first thing about the turkey the size of it for you? <laughs> because the size the matters. The, 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 yeah, the, <laughs> the bigger the turkey, the better the uh, uh, holiday. I have no idea. No, I mean, there's an argument there for sure. It's a, the bigger the turkey, the more thankful you are. I think is <laughs> yeah how yeah. it works on Thanksgiving. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it is. Um, and then like a ham, you get a perfectly marbled ham. 
oh, based. Oh. Oh. Honey glaze? Honey, honey glaze. glaze that glaze is just glistening with it the as little you take it. Toothpick with the cherry yeah. and the pineapple and oh stuff. Oh, my God. I don't even know See, what that stuff does. Talk that's to me beautiful. Nice. That's beautiful. Like with a hot dog, what do you do? You, you take toothpicks and maybe stick them together and make a super glizzy? Like, I don't know what you do with that. <laughs> now, okay. You got Stone's mouth watering over here talking about super Ooh. glizzies. Um, you know what? I'll raise you up one because whenever I see hot dogs on the grill, I also check to see if there's some sausages. Because right. a sausage dog. Now that gets you going. It's undefeated. A bratwurst, an Italian sausage, Ooh. a Polish sausage. Italian yeah. Sausage? Yeah. Yeah. Beer yeah. sausage? With Beer sausage. Absolutely. But a hot dog, you're just kind of like, cool. It is what it is, but a hot dog. There's a hot dog. Yeah. Stone, apparently, like, that, it, so Stone, you legitimately get excited to see hot dogs on the grill? I do. You guys know I'm a heavy eater, so it, 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 two or three is kind of the minimum of what I'm going to do. <laughs> I love putting onions. If somebody's kind enough and knows that I like the hot dogs as much as I do, there's chili involved, <laughs> and relish gets involved here and there, and then ketchup and mustard, and, and down they go. But here's the thing. I think you, you settling for hot dogs means you don't think you can handle sausage. I love, I'm Polish, okay, so I love, I love. <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it does. I love a bratwurst. I love a kielbasa. I love all types of sausage. It has a lot to do Why with everything. Why did he lead with, I'm Polish. <laughs> I'm Polish. I'm Polish. As if we're like, ah, then you must love sausages. <laughs> yeah. I honestly think that's how it works. You weren't even the person to bring up sausages. You were all about the glizzies just five minutes ago. <laughs> but I'm not picky, If okay? you were really that Polish, you would have brought, brought up sausages it up. early. And I'm also yeah. a fan of Sloppy Joes. I did say, I, I'm not a fan of, you know, the people who eat them most, most of the time. Time, but I love sloppy joes myself. And I'm, I'm going to have to add Polish people to the list that, of apologies at the end of the uh, show because Stone, that was unnecessary. I'm sure all Polish people don't love sausages. Yeah, How about this? Stereotype of man. the big three, the big three holidays: Fourth of July, Christmas, and Thanksgiving. The main dishes: Fourth of July, hot dogs, Thanksgiving, turkey, Christmas, ham. What is the most underwhelming main food staple of the big three holidays? Eight 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 seven six zero three. 3776 8887603776 and is it a prerequisite to love sausages if you're Polish 8887603776 8887603776 because Theo and I are on the same page here I think we believe I'm more pro turkey because if you do a turkey really well and it's easy to screw it up I get it but a turkey is grade A staple food of the big three holidays mm. ham I, I'll go with this second ham's a little bit of a, a, a dirty meat you know yeah. uh, but 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 hot dogs are just I've never seen a hot dog in the last I don't know 20 years and said oh I can't wait for that like it hasn't happened once meanwhile stone's just salivating over here <laughs> I, I just don't understand the hate on hot dogs. I mean, you don't see an eating contest the ham off. You don't see people, thousands of because people Because it's too good in, for yeah, it. Yeah, you don't, thousands of people don't do flooding into food. Coney Island to cheer on somebody putting down hot dogs. You don't dare see that I say, turkey. Dare yes. I say that hot dogs are a food for the unrefined? Yes. The uncultured? Yeah, I think you're allowed to do that. Yeah, for sure. You don't see a pasta primavera eating contest either. <laughs> you want to know why? Because it's a damn good food. It's a delicacy. It's a cuisine. <laughs> A hot dog is something you throw together on a grill. Any That's old right. Joe with, with sandals with no socks on can do it. Right. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're not. But it's just. It's yeah. And I think college a lot of the time, too, in the air fryer, you can throw them in there and it's two minutes is well, all you need. And they that's a necessity. Up. You're, yeah. When you're in college, uh, you're unrefined and you're a poor. So, of course. <laughs> oh, a poor. Of course. In college. Of we course, have- you hot dogs are a staple food. I did the same thing. Foreman grill. Boom. Hot dog. Ooh, fed. Wait. Cost me a buck. 
Add pores to the list, too. No, no, no. Oh. We did not apologize to the pores in college. We were no, all one of the I, yeah, I was, point. yeah. We okay. were all yeah. poor. You, you had the scholarship money. You were yeah. able to cash in and rip off the system to buy your hot dogs. Theo and I didn't operate like that. We had to hustle stone. for our hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hot dog hustle. That's right. The, the glizzy grind. Yeah, the glizzy grind. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! Of the big three, <laughs> of the big three holidays, Fourth of July, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and their staple foods, respectively, hot dogs, turkey, ham. What is the most underwhelming of those staples? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN one zero six three. Hey, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments. To get you back to what you love, don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, put an ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County. Through the Florida Keys, learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Guys, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be that guy. I believe. I'm all in. I trust in Pat Riley. I trust in Andy Elson. But now we sit here past the 4th of July. A guy that we kept bringing up off the this scrap heap, TJ Warren. He was going to come in, and he was maybe going to put in good minutes at the 4 while we sit and wait for KD or Kyrie or Donovan Mitchell. And the Nets gobble up TJ Warren earlier today there's a little part of me that's starting to get a little worried that the heat are not only going to run it back but they're going to diminish run it back and won't have enough to even get to an eastern conference final and that the pursuit of kd and donovan mitchell is sucking a lot of the options away from this team i'm all for getting the whale but this is taking a little bit too long for comfort for me you might be right but at the end of the day i don't think they have the packages for those guys anyway so we might we might be forced to run it back I just think that the Heat, they've always had tunnel vision with these stars. Like, I don't even think this KD, when he makes a move, then Miami will move. You mentioned Whale, Ken. They've been hunting for whales year after year after year. We landed Sometimes Jimmy Butler. Works. And I think it's kind of a waiting game. That's why he's the godfather. He's just sitting behind his desk, kind of just touching his fingers a little bit, waiting for KD to go, and they have a bunch of these plans in tag. I, 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 I hope it sounds a little like you're losing faith, but I hope I, you're not. I... I a little bit, just because it seems like everything's stacked against them, too. They don't have the right amount of assets. Uh, I, I don't know who wants to really help the Heat because they're a team that's always there. I think that there is celebration with a, a potential Pat Riley Heat demise if Eastern Conference teams could collaborate to get it done. Who's going to help them in a three-way deal? How are they going to orchestrate a three-way deal? It's not like they're super young. I just I, – I, I don't – I don't know. I don't know yet. And I keep seeing reports. There was one yesterday from Adrian Wojnarowski that the Nets have gotten a hold of, uh, gotten back to four teams about KD. The Heat were not one of them. Mm. I'm holding on hope to the Heat don't have leaks and the Heat always find a way. But on July 5th, that's not making me feel overly comfortable right now. The Heat likely are not getting Kevin Durant. Um, I, I can. I, I'm confident in that. There's just not a package out there for us, like you said. And then a three-team trade will be hard to execute. But you have to at least have confidence in the fact that they're not being desperate and settling for certain guys that they know won't take them over the hump. You have to at least put yourself in position to get the big well and try for it. 
And if you don't get it, you try again next offseason. But I don't want them to become desperate and settle for a bunch of guys. Well, uh, Shams, the athletic, he was on with Pat McAfee just a couple of moments ago, actually. Right, Stone? Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, what is that, two, two hours ago, I believe. Two hours ago. So uh, the, the, the talk out of L.A. is that the Lakers, they've wanted Kyrie, LeBron and Kyrie being reunited. Kyrie played the best basketball of his career under the wing of LeBron James. Perhaps a humbled Kyrie could go and thrive with the Lakers. And here's what Shams had to say about the prospects of a Kyrie to Lakers deal. Kyrie Irving getting traded to the Lakers or not? There's no traction on any type of a Lakers deal for Kyrie Irving, Yikes. so um, there's there's nothing new on that, and uh, and I, I'm not quite sure we're going to see that take place. No uh, traction whatsoever. Boy, as worried as I am about the Heat, the Lakers are a complete dumpster fire. A LeBron team is a dumpster fire. Speak to that, Stone. Where's your boy at right now? I mean, it is a little upsetting. And I know you wanted to get to the Genie Bus tweet, which I also think is aimed at a certain somebody who wears that yellow and gold. So I don't like the state, of, uh, but I'm glad we paid Russ, and I think it's his time to prove it. And I think LeBron James, Anthony Davis has been in the gym this morning. He woke up at 4 o'clock, saw a little <laughs> video from his shooting coach, a little excited about that. Great. So I think I'm reaching for straws <laughs> <Cool>. here. <laughs> I think I'm reaching for straws here. But I was same- up at 4.30. Are you excited about that? <laughs> well, you weren't getting your shots up. I don't know what you were doing. He was getting shots of tequila up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I was getting those weights in, man. I've been yeah. doing. I've been working out more than AD over the last uh, like two Ooh. months. Now that I believe. Now that I believe. But I do think that the three of them are a little pissed off and and, and not happy about the way they're being spoken about this offseason. So I expect them to come out firing. But yeah, the, the Kyrie news to me is, is kind of depressing because I right, thought we had quick. a real chance. Let's go around the room. Let's get back to Kyrie for just a second. Uh, let's revisit this because Kyrie to the Lakers looks like it's not going to get done. <laughs> uh oh. Kyrie do wants this. out. It's July Kane? 5th. There's no KD. There's no Donovan Mitchell, and the Heat are scrambling Kane? for Come on, baby. Do it. Let's just revisit it. Don't do this, Kane. Theo, would you reconsider Kane? Would you reconsider Kyrie to the Heat in that locker room with Jimmy and Bam saying, Kyrie, follow us. Let's go win a title. Kane LaVica. <laughs> Why? On the day after our founding fathers declared their independence, uh-huh. why would you ever ask me? This question. Why would you make you, – you're trying to get me upset right now. Because it's you? different circumstances than it was a week ago when we were like, oh, here we go. Is Kyrie wants different? to play with Bam. I don't know. I don't know. What I'm saying is I think the Heat can 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 help guide him. They give the, him the best chance to rejuvenate his career, to restore himself to former glory. Okay, you know what? I, I have the trade package then. Duncan Robinson, straight up. I'll take that. If they'll take Duncan Robinson and, and the salary filler straight up, I'll take that. No. Other than that, I'm not willing to give up any assets for a guy who has shown us he's a point guard that's over the age of 30 who has been unable in, to get – he has had the what's, – what's my new word, Ken? Uh, inability? Inability? Uh, hold on. Let me look. Inabilitil. He's been inabilitil in pivotal moments for his teams. He has not been able to show up whether it's because he wanted to party on his birthday or it's because he didn't want to take a shot or he's just hurt. And he's over the age of 30. And he also just doesn't want to play basketball oh. as much as I would want my are point you, guard Everything to. you listed off, are you talking about Kyrie Irving or are you talking about Kyle Lowry? I'm talking about Kyrie Irving. Okay. Because Kyle, Kyle Lowry out, didn't take time off for his birthday. every single one of those boxes, but no, he, he didn't did. show up in the playoffs. He's over the age of 30. He was just hurt. He's out of shape. Didn't show up in the big moments. All right, so we'll trade Kyle Lowry straight up for That's Kyrie. Woo! Woo! Let's Man. do it.
Kyle and Duncan for Kyrie right. Irving. I, I, there's a better trade package. You guys there. are you guys are sounding like Chris Broussard, like just proposing things that, that cannot <laughs> yeah, happen. happen. Yeah, they're like <laughs> impossible. But Stone, I am heartened to hear that it sounds like you do believe if uh, if you can't land KD, if Danny Ainge uh-huh. is Danny Ainge and won't give up Donovan Mitchell, D Wade it, it not doing his job right now out there in Utah, that you still believe that Kyrie could come and this could be a championship team with the Heat because I think the pros outweigh the cons with Kyrie on this Heat team with a reduced window that this Heat team has. Yeah, I'm with you all the way, and you know I am. And I just think the Miami Heat are the people and the organization and the player to bring out your true potential. And I, and I think Kyrie, just like I said KD was, is ready to be like, you know what, I'm at the stage of my career. I'm over 30 years old. I need to go play next to a star who's going to hold me to a higher standard because KD and nobody in that Nets organization could hold somebody to a certain standard like a Pat Riley or an Eric Spolster could. And I think he puts all of his, all of his dark monsters to rest and says, uh-huh. hey, Jimmy Butler, you can lead me, and I'll be clutched down the stretch, and I'll be that guy, and I'm going to be here every single game. I think he makes the commitment, and he shows up to it because he's been hearing this, that, and this the entire offseason. And honestly, if I'm him, I'm fed up with it, and I'm ready to rock. This is sad. I can tell y'all don't have any contrarian friends. That's what this is. Y'all haven't been close enough to somebody who's just a contrarian and somebody that likes to go against the grain and cannot be controlled <laughs> because that's what he is, and they never change. They only get more emboldened as they go along. And you think that that $37 million option that he opted into isn't going to embolden him more yeah, but, and him getting his way by getting traded out of there? I hear you, but those friends, when it's time to perform, you know you can just put the shades on and look the other way while he's performing because you know it's damn good most of the time. You can live with it. Especially when it's he's on enough, the court. It's right? enough. It's enough. Oh, yeah. man. And sometimes it's extraordinary, which I would absolutely take. It's amazing that Theo's going to sit here and disparage Kyrie Irving when this is the same guy who said that Joey Chestnut taking down that protester <laughs> yesterday in the hot dog eating staged. contest was a work. It was staged. And then went on to say, show me the moon rocks when we brought up <laughs> the moon landing and whether or not it was real. Like that, He, he, he sounds like Kyrie. And then all of a sudden he's going to crap all over Kyrie. Now, let's put on the tinfoil hats here because Stone's boy LeBron LeBron may have been in the crosshairs of Jeannie Buss. This tweet, which came at, and I think it was a drunk tweet, because it came out at 11.11 a.m. yesterday, or 11.11 p.m., I should say. 11.11 p.m., L.A. time. Jeannie Buss with the day off, 4th of July coming up. There's no doubt she's firing off a tweet at 11.11. She's got some wine in her, right? Like, this is a little bit of a Chardonnay have tweet to. right have here. To. Here's the tweet. I miss KB, Kobe Bryant. He would understand and explain everything that I'm not allowed to. Honestly, he was the greatest Laker ever. He understood team over self, meaning your rewards would come if you value team goals over your own, then everything would fall into place. All can reply. That's how I know that Chardonnay is involved because she, like, challenged people. She wanted all the smoke from that. Um She's got to be talking about LeBron, right? Because LeBron's trying to dictate behind the scenes what the Lakers are going to try and do to become a playoff team. That that could only be aimed at LeBron, right? 1,000%. And it also shows that though she's supposed to be the one in control, it feels like almost her showing us that she's she's almost letting us know, like blinking twice, like I don't have control LeBron's over LeBron's holding me hostage. Right. Like it feels that That's way. That's a really good take there. I it feels love like that. that kind of I love plea. that. I didn't get that from that, but now I did. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Like that, what did that, you that get out of it, Joe? What did you get out of it? I because... guess a, a kind of a drunk, like nostalgic Kobe thing. She must have mm. seen a highlight video, and she no must have been like, man, those way. times were so good when he was here. Like, I wouldn't be going through the things I'm going through. But as far as Theo makes it sound, I think she is being held, held hostage by LeBron. I love that. 
a couple of days after Russell Westbrook uh, it, it takes his forty-seven Ooh. million dollar player option after Russell Westbrook destroy. I mean, you would need that forty-seven million dollars to buy all the backboards that dude cracked open last year with his shots from the elbow. Uh, you mean to tell me that uh, she's just reminiscing? No way. Something's been taken out of her control, or she sees the writing on the wall that this year is going to be a crap show like it was last year, and she's reacting. And there's only one person I can think that that would be directed at. I mean, it's got to be LeBron. Oh, yeah. Direct shot at LeBron because if you're in that position and you wanted to say something nice about Kobe, and you would be thinking, okay, I don't want to disparage LeBron. So she would have she would have had a caveat in there like, love LeBron, he's doing great. But for her to say all of that, say all can reply, and also just praise and do all of those heaps of praise on him at a time where the Lakers are in turmoil, that's a direct shot. She doesn't man. have to say LeBron, but like she could say something like, the stars that we have now. I love and yeah. appreciate the stars we have. But now. there she was need nothing to throw his in, name there. in there. There's no caveat. There was no like trying to mend the fence. Like yeah. She really just went all out on, oh, it's almost like me, like, or I'm not going to say me. It's almost like Stone or somebody else tweeting about like an ex that they had that was always so great. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, yeah. Nobody asked that for that. Be you. I didn't. I didn't want what? to put myself. In oh, oh yeah. wow! Of course not. Why would I pick me? Oh, uh, that's great. That <laughs> not is great. Not that is great. Not not. Uh, we'll put Stone on that list uh, of people to apologize, <laughs> apologize to. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, I, I think too that this further proves Stone and my point that Kyrie going to LA would not be good because LeBron's total drama, Jeannie Buss's total drama, that organization's total drama. That leaves one organization where Kyrie could work. One organization that sweeps all the drama away. The last bastion of hope for Kyrie Irving, and that is the New York culture and that oh, heat locker room. <laughs> 888-760-3776. No KD yet, no Donovan Mitchell. Are you willing to revisit Kyrie to the heat? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The Twitter is always open at KLV1063. When we return, the SEC could be going big game hunting. Do they have their sights set on Florida State? And Miami, and if they do, who goes first? 888-760-3776. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX 529. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The SEC has one choice between Florida State and Miami to bring them into the conference. Who has the edge? We'll discuss that in just a second. Ken Levick alive. Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Stone the Banowitz Friday Night Lights. The award-winning Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spas located on beautiful Singer Island between Jupiter and West Palm Beach, and they are hiring. They're looking for positive, smiling faces with a passion for hospitality. Whether you're looking for a full-time career or a part-time job, Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa has it all. They're now hiring for front desk agents, room attendants, maintenance technicians, servers, bartenders, baristas, recreation attendants, just to name a few. Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa offers employees free meals, free covered parking, Free short-term disability, free life insurance, vacation time, PTO, health benefits, 401k with a fully vested match, career path planning, Marriott discounts, a $500 referral incentive, and so much more. If I wasn't doing this, sounds pretty good. 
Call 561-340-1700. That's 561-340-1700. Ask to speak with Human Resources for more details. Your opportunity to work with the team at the Palm Beach Marriott Singer Island Beach Resort and Spa. All right, little story time for you guys, okay? This is from Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports college football writer, his column over the weekend. Pac-12 presidents and athletic directors met by phone Friday, but does the Pac-12 have any position of strength? Until Notre Dame decides on its future, there probably isn't one. Sources tell CBS the Big Big Ten was done for now until the Fighting Irish determine whether they want to attempt and join the Big Ten. To entice Notre Dame to jump to the Big Ten, one source suggested Stanford could be invited as sort of a rivalry partner. In that scenario, Notre Dame would have at least five traditional rivals, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, Stanford, USC as Big Ten conference partners. With an attractive conference schedule plus three annual non-conference games, the Irish could easily continue their Shamrock series of one-off games around the country. The Big Ten could stop at 18 or go further depending on the SEC's intentions. There is growing sentiment that some combination of Clemson, Florida State, and Miami could migrate to the SEC. That from Dennis Dodd. CBS Sports. So, Stone, we discussed it last week. We talked about it with Josh Pate of 247. And now there are murmurs that Florida State and Miami are on the tips of the collective SEC tongue at this point. Now, that begs the question, say the SEC does this in increments or just gets super selective. If they had a choice between Miami and Florida State, Who are they picking? And I understand this is an eternal question. I understand that this could result in hurt feelings. But the SEC in the modern-day landscape of college football is probably looking for the school that is most financially stable in in its athletics department, looking for the school that is most NIL-capable in its athletics department, looking for the brand that will best sell nationally and bring sponsor dollars to telecasts nationally. And while Florida State is the bigger school, it's the state school, it's more geographically oriented to the SEC, I'm telling you, all the things that matter in modern-day college football financially, I think Miami's the play for the SEC over Florida State. Mm, I. I thought so as well, but I thought I was going to be in the minority in this one because uh, Stone and Dave Deruta here was 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 kind of beating me over the head when I said Miami. MacGyver, MacGyver, Dave Deruta, big Florida yeah. State guy. He is uh, also a Florida State homer. I know, I know, yeah, of course. I, yeah. I think you know when you talk about the SEC, the SEC is all about recruiting, right? In Miami, with their NIL and the commits that they're picking up, and they're currently eighth in the recruiting class in the country. You would think the answer would be Miami, but I just can't get over the college game day atmosphere that the SEC just prouds and prides itself on. I mean, Dope Campbell and that campus and just being rowdy on game days and stuff just beats everything that Miami provides right now. So you don't think, Stone, that Ole Miss or Alabama or Auburn coming down to Hard Rock Stadium may draw a little bit more than uh, Boston College or a Wake Forest or – and NC State, you don't think that maybe just maybe it would be much easier to sell out those games and get rid of that problem if it's SEC teams rolling through? I hear you loud and clear, yeah, and I think the attendance goes from 14,000 to maybe 23,000, but that still doesn't inch closer to a, <laughs> what are you doing an, right an 80,000 that Dope Campbell brings in. I just think they fit the SEC mold better, but 
I, I like I choose FSU, but I do think this recruiting is not going to slow down for Miami. What Christian Ball's been able to do, I think we finished this class with four or five five stars, but they've never done before. Currently have five four star committed. I think recruiting is a big deal in SC, and that would be the lean and where they're heading, you know, popularity wise and the hype train they have going behind them. But as far as college game day atmosphere and historics, and I know Miami's, you know, had that brand back in the day. Miami's a more storied program, I would say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I, and I think you're, I think you're okay. Sure. I think you're okay making that argument, but I just mean, and I keep going back. I keep saying the same word, but atmosphere, like what Dope Campbell's able to do, I think more so fits the mold of what the SE is looking for. Yeah. But I think there's I an argument know. both ways. I, 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 you. I think you are kind of cherry picking the result there because I've seen plenty of empty bleachers at Dope Campbell over the last several years. I mean, I don't think it's any different than than the Canes. I, 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 all I remember is Notre Dame coming into Hard Rock Stadium on a Saturday Oof. night and that being like jet engines being set off. See, but like, that's the thing. Yeah, when Miami's good, it gets cooking down there, but it got to be good. Now, the it would be the only off-campus, unless I'm missing something, the only off-campus venue in the SEC. So I don't know mm. how much that matters, but I do know that the brand matters. I do know that the stability, it's amazing saying this now, but the stability in the athletics department matters. The money coming in matters. Miami's one of the rich boys now. Miami's right up there now. Miami can spend with Texas A&M now. Miami can spend with Alabama now. Fact. Florida State unequivocally cannot. The SEC, like, fine. Maybe when Vanderbilt comes through, there's a couple of thousand aqua seats that are open in the upper deck. But I'm telling you, the big boys in the SEC come through there will be no problems filling up that stadium and making that thing a massive home field advantage. I think that Miami is better suited than Florida State to be picked off by the SEC. Who would go first to the SEC, Miami or Florida State? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Who would go first to the SEC, Miami or Florida State? I know that where you should go first if your AC is struggling, if your AC goes out, and that's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They are using the best equipment. They handle your plumbing needs as well. But, man, it is so uncomfortably hot. It is so brutal. And your AC, if it is struggling through this, there is a problem there. It either needs to be tuned up or it needs to be outright replaced. Oh, but the money. Oh, but but how do we do this? The, the time spent. No, listen, EDS it's going to have your back. EDS is trying to make this work for you. EDS goes as far as to make appointment schedules around you instead of holding you hostage for days because they know that this is urgent. Servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas, the first place you go to is EDS Air Conditioning because EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. If the SEC... Came calling and had to choose between Florida State and Miami. Who goes first? Who does the SEC choose first? I say Miami. Theo, Miami. Stone, for whatever reason, says the Knowles. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. 
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. We started the show asking, what is something in sports you just don't understand? I could not believe the Yankees and Phillies were off yesterday on the 4th of July. Of all of the teams, there are four teams we we came up with. Theo, it was the it was the Yankees, it was the Phillies, it was the Nationals, and the Red Sox all should be playing on the Fourth of July, right? I got to be with you on that, yeah, yeah. And the Phillies and and Yankees just off makes absolutely no sense. Now, Theo countered with, "How do I evaluate talent better on the basketball floor than Michael Jordan?" And you know what? And LeBron James. And LeBron. Don't you added an extra layer to that. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, you wouldn't be t- picking Bismack Biombo. You wouldn't be selecting Russell Westbrook to be your prime running mate in Los Angeles. Yeah, post-33-year-old Russell Westbrook. I wouldn't be getting Shabazz Napier out of the draft. Oh. I wouldn't be getting Adam Morrison. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. If it wasn't Jeremy for, Lamb. If Theo was the GM of the Lakers, Jeannie Buss isn't Chardonnay tweeting. At 11 o'clock on July 3rd. No, she still will be Chardonnay tweeting, but it will be tweets of joy. It will be tweets of how lovely things are, how rosy things currently are instead of reminiscing. Got it. How rosé things Uh, are. uh, I think I see what uh, you did there. uh Uh-huh. Stone Stone was was wondering why sports betting isn't, uh, isn't legal in all 50 states. Well... The answer to that is the Bible, and then the answer to that here is the guy in Tallahassee. <laughs> like that, the, there's the there is the the simple explanation for you. But let's go to social media here in the final couple of moments. Uh, you weighed in on Twitter at KLV1063. Finhead tweets, "Why do people pay to see Jake Paul boxing?" Now Stone, <laughs> I feel like that's your boy. I feel like Jake Paul is your boy. Like if you could strive to be somebody, that's a good call. It would be Jake Paul. You mean millionaire Jake Paul? No, oh, I mean, there no, it is. No, you know what? No, I'm not a huge Jake Paul fan. I don't like how he handles himself as far as his arrogance and the things he says and why he challenges professional athletes in their own sport. But I do respect the hustle. I do respect the Gen He's Z kind of brand. an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, I, he's a 21-year-old kid who's made more money than, I'd say, 50% athletes playing right now. It's ridiculous. I think his next fight, he said he wants to go for over $100 million. And I, I, I see him making it happen. So I respect the entrepreneurial side of things, but... Yeah, I don't like his arrogance. I'm not a huge fan, but I definitely tap in to see him, see what he's got. He's definitely not 21 years old. He's, okay, I, I'll I'll do it for you, but I know he's not much older than that. He's 25. 25 years old. That's much. That's that's like a sizable difference. But yeah, yeah I, I feel you. He probably started when he was 21, though. Right. Yeah. Like when he was YouTubing and when he was becoming popular, he was 20, 21 years old. And so just to see him come from YouTube or whatever app he came from. To a millionaire, based off of I don't know, being able to talk smack, I do respect that. It is a little sad that the the highest pay per view buy, buys in the entire damn sport of boxing are coming from Jake Paul. Right? It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a I joke mean, for that sport. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, David Reynolds tweets: Why does UD need a roster spot? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> he could be an assistant coach so easily, but for some reason, he's a player. <sighs> it's but th- there's benefit there. Like so, he can go I, fight. He can go fight. Yeah, I just, but I think, though, like him being amongst the boys as opposed to separated a bit as an assistant, like that matters in that locker room, or at least the Heat find the value in that. And again, who are we to question the Heat? They always make it work mm. with UD in the offer. Isn't it the ultimate sign of respect in the NBA right now that UD keeps getting re-signed? It is. 
It's There's incredible. something valiant about that, right? It's more incredible than even like the brothers and cousins getting signed, like the Antetokounmpo bros getting signed. Like the fact that UD's doing it without being related to a player is is incredible. I love it. Uh, which school would be more attractive to the SEC, Florida State or Miami? Again, Twitter at KLV1063. Here are some of the responses to that. Todd Jones, Miami and the SEC, if Miami moves, want to be in the best conference and play the best teams. Miami, uh, uh, BDH asked, both go to the SEC because why not? Well, BDH, that wasn't the damn question. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. I, I didn't say both. I said one or the other. Yeah, to pick one. Yeah. Uh, Daniel tweets, but if you're the SEC, uh, you don't want the Big Ten in South Florida, so you get one of them if you can. The Big Ten, I suppose, could be a player for both, but I doubt Miami wants to be flying up Mm-mm. north uh, if they can stay in SEC country. I just don't think that. And and Ian tweets the same thing. Big Ten uh, has always had an attraction to Miami. Miami does have rivalries there. Notre Dame would work. Michigan would work, I think. Uh, but Ohio State would work. They've played them. But I just don't think that they'd want to be making those flights yeah. with their non uh, their their non-dominant sports, right? Like their Olympic sports. Pac-12 me, man. I say you send Miami to the Pac-12 <laughs> and you dominate that conference. You win the conference championships. You get into the playoff and you see what you could do. Yeah. At, at this rate, me. the Pac-12 isn't going to be eligible for the playoff <laughs> the way things are, uh, are going or exist for that matter. By the way, uh, apologies we need to send out here today on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, we apologize to Polish people. We apologize to Kwame Brown, uh, Olds, Kansas and Missouri, the states. We apologize to them. Bill Russell and his family. Uh, Jewish people, we apologize to you. And Theo apologizes to Stone. Did that cover everything? That, I think that's it. Uh, All right. that, that is it. All right, Theo, that's a wrap for him. Thank you, Theo. Nicely done. Jeanette's in tomorrow for Stone the Bandowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Lavica. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.